transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying Price. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin gets tossed. Got the pound of action, never acting. Don't need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. Hate me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good, so are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Slapdick Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said, let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up, what up? YouTube, Real Coach JB, chilling on this work boot Wednesday. Strap up your hard hats, tie up your work boots. We're about to get this bitch cracking. Uh, Jukebox Kick, appreciate you. Um, appreciate you coming a new member. Um, yeah, I had a little, I had a little interview... Uh, with some Nashville folks on Fox affiliate, so it was a, it was a good deal. It was a good deal. I haven't watched it yet, but I, you know, I don't watch that shit back and shit, so I don't know. Jay Henry, what up? What up? What up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate everybody coming on in, chopping it up. Uh, pound that like button, hit the button, subscribe, become a member today, just like Jukebox Kid just did. Um, Mr. Shrek, don't ask me no dumb shit today. You'll be blocked quick. I don't know about no Adam Sandler movie yet. What fucking Adam Sandler movie? This motherfucker once, he said, did you watch Adam Sandler movie yet? The motherfucker has thousand movies, motherfucker. God damn. And then you should have added an A in there after watch. Did you watch Adam Sandler movie? Are you Asian, motherfucker? Did you watch a Adam Sandler movie? God damn, I got to teach English around this motherfucker every single day. Anyway, this Hate Me Now, Love Me Later podcast and show on YouTube is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the co- promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you 50% off welcome bonus. And tell them the main slapdick himself sent you. Um... NBA Finals tonight. You can bet on BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code. Get you 50% off deposit. Uh, I got the Warriors winning game three tonight. Uh, I think it'll be 3-2. I, I think it's going to end up being, I, I, I'm telling you, it's going to go six. You got the uh, Major League Baseball going on. You got boxing and MM, MMA this weekend. And you have a uh, bunch of NHL hockey going on. So, great game last night. Rangers in Tampa Bay. Um, We're going to get into all that. BetOnline.ag. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and head on over to betonline.ag. Tell them I sent you. BetOnline, where the game starts. Uh, appreciate you guys, man, chopping it up. Um, and uh, it should be a good one, you know, work boot Wednesday. 
Like always. Um, Jay hit me up um, on Twitter, just like a couple other folks did, and I appreciate it. But I don't care. You know, I don't really need to know anything, any drama. Um, I want to clear the air, too. I don't I don't really even need to address it. But <laughs> it's funny how you motherfuckers be bashing folks uh, in my defense. I appreciate you guys. But Gabe, who uh, used to be on, used to come on here a lot. I met him about two and a half, three years ago at, at my distillery doing a book signing event. And uh, him and uh, Natalie, the girl I was with at the time, you know, they she lived in San Diego. Gabe lives in San Diego. He came to the event. I met him and his wife and, uh, and all that shit. And I got some tweets last night that, you know, Natalie likes all of his stuff and retweeted and all this because so they they you know they used to talk and shit and she used to talk to Gabe's wife and all that well both all I think uh now I think both of them are like two peas in a pod because I think they're like both supposedly this ultra progressive group of people so I guess they're cool with LGBTQ they're cool with transgender swimmers playing against girls and they they probably deserve to be cool on Twitter so it's funny, though, because she used to call the motherfucker a weirdo and a creep and a fake fuck. And, uh, you know, I stayed out of it. I was like, eh, I don't know the guy. He's not my homeboy or nothing. I just met the guy. And we were cordial. He was cool. He'd bring fucking breakfast burritos down to the distillery and um, different shit like that. And so, uh, you know, it was all good. I never had no issue with the motherfucker. So I still don't know why I'm being blocked, um, why I've been blocked. <laughs> Uh, but apparently he wrote a cryptic text, uh, tweet Jay showed me and he basically didn't say my name. Of course, he, he just mentioned, uh, I was toxic or not me, I guess I can't say me. Right. Cause I don't know. Um, but apparently he, he's, he's, he's using, uh, he, he blocks some people cause of their toxicity. So apparently uh, somebody hit me up that I know and said that he has a bi daughter or stepdaughter or something. And apparently one of his friends is uh, transgender or something. So maybe he blocked me after the transgender thing. I don't know. I really don't give a flying fuck. Um, I'm just going to be real. I was cordial with the dude. I didn't want to call the dude out and call him fake or anything. You know what I mean? with the fucking mockery of jewelry and shit the cat wore. I don't give a fuck. Do what you do, homie. It each his own. But real recognizes real. And where I'm from, homie, the motherfucker looks like a fake motherfucker. And I didn't want to call him out because he was a supporter and all that. But don't don't come out and now and write cryptic messages, homie. You a gangster, bruh. You a gangster, homie. Well, shit, holler at me like a gangster, bruh. You should have hit me up on the fucking phone, homeboy. You don't just block a motherfucker, dog. (laughs) I had you on this show. I retweeted your tweets. I liked your tweets. What you did was a bitch move, homie. And please, somebody share this with him. He did a bitch move and can't admit it. But you a gangster.
Get the fuck out of here. You must be a gangster in fairyland, homeboy. You ain't no fucking gangster where I'm from, homie. Just straight out. You want to talk about how you are a gangster and you ain't you step to anybody. Well, homie, you know where I'm at, bruh. I ain't hard to find and I'm always in San Diego. You know why? Because every hood's my hood, motherfucker. Remember that shit. Bitch-ass motherfuckers, man. Want to fucking do this bitch-made-ass shit. You might as well use my name, homeboy. Don't fucking do no cryptic-ass shit. Motherfucker blocks you like a bitch because he he mad at what I said. Shit. I personally think he mad because one day in the chat, he yelled. I yelled, and I wasn't yelling at him. I was just yelling, talking shit like, man, I just said that or something. And I think the motherfucker got butt hurt and offended. That's on everything I grew up on. That's on my hood and my block. I think the motherfucker got offended straight out. So I think he got butt hurt, and he did some bitch shit. <laughs> so anyway, I wanted to clear the way uh, Since, you know, most of his followers are probably from me Because I retweeted his shit Because like I said, I was cool with the cat But it is what it is um, Oh, it's funny how motherfuckers is though Oh shit I know this I ain't never changed I ain't never changing And I've been myself forever Ask any motherfucker you want And I got killers and I got dope dealers, and they'll all vouch for me. So go check it out. But anyway, um, we're moving on. I, I like to stay positive on this great work boot Wednesday. Um, yeah, we don't look in the rearview mirror. We ain't going that way. Um, it's crazy, though. That's why Pat McAfee's of the world and all these people are so tentative on giving people love and giving people fucking money for GoFundMes and different shit like that because you try to help folks and you're cool with cats because they supported you and, you know, uh, and they try to do some shit behind your back and it's like, wait up. It makes perfect sense. I wouldn't be surprised if he was just salty and tried to tried to go back around and try to holler at Natalie. The motherfucker was hollering at every bitch on Twitter. So, I mean, Natalie called that shit out. <laughs> but now they're cool. <laughs> hey, dog. Remember, real recognizes real. Fake motherfuckers kick it together. Always. Anyway, great show today. Great opportunity to get some shit going. I want to I want to give you the quote of the day, get you started, because I got a bunch of shit going on. Um, quote of the day today: The big time is not a place; it's the state of your heart. It's not something you get; it's something you become. You become big time because you earned it, you grinded for it, and it's in your heart to get up in the morning and make your fucking bed, start off that way, and understand just because you wake up, you're not big time and you're not in the big time. You need to go fucking become big time. 
So I just wanted to share that with everybody in the community. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, it's a great day to have a great day. Um, let's see. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, hopefully some of you guys take some of these quotes and use them in life. I don't know. Um, contrary to belief. All right. I want to make sure this one, this one sentence right here, um, is very much you guys need to understand. Okay. I'm sorry for your loss. L O S S. Not, I am sorry for your lost, L-O-S-T. Will you motherfuckers please continue to understand that it is not lost? We are sorry for the death in your family. We're not searching for fucking directions. Come on, man. God damn, please. It's lost, L-O-S-S. I'm sorry for your loss. If I see another tweet where a motherfucker says, I am sorry for your lost, like, no, motherfucker, that's, it's not lost and found. It's loss. You lost something is not, it, it's a loss. I have a, it's a loss, like a gain and a loss. It's not won or lost. Oh, I see it every day, Lucy. I see it every day. Um, let's see. I don't know. Jeremiah, what you guys over here talking about? I didn't know what you guys talking about. Um, he says, support coach Jason Brown, but to a man, I don't agree with everything you say, but a bit I sad to hear about Gabe not being real with you, coach. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Josh, you're correct. I mean, I'm talking that turn, though he wasn't an actual game. I thought he was an actual. Oh, who knows, man? People all want, people want. Brian, if you didn't get the book, homie, something's wrong with your shit, dog. You need to stop asking me, dog. I've sent you three books, homie. I got tracking on your book. Yes, I do. And I don't know what's up with your address. You must live in the straight hood or you, or somebody's getting your book. I've sent you three books. And I've signed them. Didn't I send you one on email, the picture of what I got? I sent you? Dog, I sent you that book the day of our last conversation. So I have no idea what to tell you. I do have a tracking number for that book, though. And um, I just checked on a bunch of that, that day's orders that I sent out just last, what was it, last week, two weeks ago? Um. And it was delivered. I know for a fact because I checked on your shit specifically. And just to know, I send them myself. So, and I don't lie. So, I'm just telling you. Yes, I send it to you, Brian. I sent you three books now, homie. I guarantee you I have your address in my fucking email. And... I will guarantee you that I sent you multiple books. And I'm just telling you, I don't know why or what, but you're not getting it for some reason. Is it 1665 North Sycamore Ave and then number 203? 
Come on, dog. I got your motherfucking address right here. You know I sent that motherfucker. So I don't know what's going on. Um, so, um, yes, sir, Brian, that's it. I've sent it, dog. I've sent it multiple times. So your hood has my book all over town. I don't know what's up with your book. Um, Brian's selling my shit on eBay around this motherfucker, huh? For like 50 bucks. Um, Jeremiah, I don't even know. I, 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 I can't go back and read what you guys are talking about. I don't give a fuck about Gabe. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um, it ain't UPS. It's FedEx that sends them, I think. Um, but I'll check. So anyway, getting to the... Um, How's everyone doing out here with the gas prices out here in America? How is everyone doing with the gas prices in America? Excluding California, I hope, right? Um, I see a lot of bitching going around town about fucking gas gas, uh, prices. I see a lot of tweets, a lot of Instagram posts. I see a lot of bitching. About fucking gas prices. Uh, Specifically, the majority of the country is around $5. Okay? It's around $5 um, a gallon. Well, guess what, you inconsiderate fucks? We have a gas problem here in California, too. And it's fucking $8 a gallon. So stop bitching and moaning about your $5 a gallon gas prices when we're hitting $9 in Hollywood and it's going to be $10. Tell them, Oos, I would love it to be five fucking dollars. Yes. So stop fucking tweeting about $5 gas, motherfuckers. It's $8 a gallon here in Cali. $8. By the way, we have the highest rent, highest taxes, highest fucking property values. So we have all that. And if you ever, ever, ever heard me bitch about prices, gas prices, taxes, have you ever heard me bitch? No, you haven't. So shut the fuck up. We chose or choose to live where we live. And if you don't like it, then get the fuck out. You bitching on Twitter is not helping anyone. So stop with the fucking $5 gallon gas. I would love to have your $5 a gallon gas, especially in my fucking Maserati or my truck. Okay, especially if I have to do some shit and I have to drive the truck to L.A. That motherfucker is about $200 to fill up and it don't last because a fucking Cadillac EXT gets about fucking 10 miles a gallon on the freeway, about seven in town. So come on, man. Shit. Miss me. The housing market's about to fucking hit a stalemate. I'm just telling you. Um. You don't hear me bitching. Stop fucking bitching. Shit. 
Does anyone know where the six members of the Haiti Special Olympic soccer team are? Does anyone know that they're missing? Why don't I see that shit on CNN? Does anyone know about that shit? See, I break news around this motherfucker. I break real news around here. Um, I don't know if you'd heard about this CEO who fired 900 people on for, for some Zoom uh, negligence. New, some Haiti, Haiti Special Olympic soccer team. Um, a CEO fired 900 employees, 900 employees um, over a Zoom meeting is now accused, by the way, he's now accused of misleading investors. Why is it always the cats that are, that fire folks for doing one thing, but he's they're always ten times worse than the cat they fired. Have you ever noticed that? I used to be accused, just for an example, I used to get um, accused of being the shadiest, most, the lying, I was a liar, I was shady, I was buying kids steak dinners, I was buying kids this. I never bought a kid a steak dinner, a car, a house in my motherfucking life, first of all. Number two, I've never been that wealthy to do so. So, coaches used to accuse me all the time because that is their recourse when you beat that ass in recruiting. It's called bitch-made catness, okay? You're a bitch-made cat, and it's called bitch-made catness. You need to go accuse a motherfucker because you're not as good as him. Period. That is what it is. So I was accused every day because, oh, oh, there's no way he got that kid from L.A. to go to Kansas. There's no way he got that kid from Compton to come out to Rancho Cucamonga where the rich folks are to play at Shafee College. There's no way he got those cats coming from Compton to San Bernardino to an hour and a half, two hour drive away. Well, I did. And check my receipts, motherfucker. And I sent more people to the NFL than you. More to people to college than you. And I have a better success rate than you. And that's what fucking the definition of being salty than a motherfucker is. And that is what it is. It's crazy to me that a motherfucker can fire 900 people. Imagine that. 900 people. And then he's accused of motherfucking insider trading and a bunch of white-collar crimes. It's always the white-collar criminals that fire the blue-collar worker. Like, I got to understand how that shit really works. I don't get it. I really don't get that shit. That's how it is in life. I'm sure, Hector, the motherfucker that runs your Uber shit is fucking... um. Doing shady ass shit and probably doing all kind of other shit. 900 folks were fired. Yep. Google that shit. Um, let me ask you something. How many priests, politicians, or judges have you known in, their, in this world, in your lifetime, that came from poverty, that worked their way up to become what they are? How many have you met or know um, or have seen? 
Like, you know, just give me an example of somebody. Because every white-collar motherfucker that I've ever met, either a politician, a judge, someone, is heirloom that shit. They're handed that shit. They're fucking... They're fucking... Who you know? Nepotism. It's something. And they came from money. And they came from money. And it's crazy, man, because like blue collar childhoods and, you know, blue collar childhoods are completely different. Uh, They grow up, earn their stripes, right? They earn their stripes and become one of these, these type of fucks that fire folks, even though they're doing more dirt than anyone. No, it's not. Um... They're mostly sperm donors, donations. They're mostly sperm donations. They were born into the right sperm donor's life and family. And they end up getting the job. They end up succeeding without ever having to do shit or work for shit. They're handed shit. And if you've ever been around these people, they are literally the most enabled humans on earth. And when you hit them, when you hit them with some adversity, oh, you talk about a motherfucker folding under the fire real quick. Please talk to a billionaire that you know or some big time successful motherfucker that got shit handed to him that wears sweater vests or please and 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 yell at them motherfuckers or or get them motherfuckers going because them motherfuckers will start stuttering on you. They'll fold. They'll start sweating. They can't handle adversity. They've never been through anything tough in their fucking life. They have no calluses. They've never cut their fingernails. They don't know what it is to go from the bottom to the top. And these folks is who's running the country right now. You wonder why we're okay with kids, babies having guns. You wonder why we don't discipline our kids anymore. We can't hit our kids anymore. It's called corporal punishment now, by the way. If you define the true definition of corporal punishment, it is definitely not putting your hands on your kids as a disciplinary action. So look up corporal punishment. Um, But that is literally the charge you will get. If you hit your kids and they call you, call on you and they call social services on you and you're getting fucking taken away for hitting your own kid. That would have been a laughable fucking thing back in the days growing up. Now it's a normal thing. Now it is a fucking normal thing. Um, I don't know if you know about the true new pandemic, but a mom was quoted $40 per can to get formula for the baby. When she met up with this person, the lady charged her $100 a can. So now we have a formula, baby formula debacle going on and a scam on baby formula. And now motherfuckers are selling that like Brian Martinez is selling my book on eBay. They're selling fucking formula now for fucking $100 for a fucking eight ounce can. That shit is crazy. I don't know. I feel bad for my neighbor. 
sidebar conversation. I got a good neighbor. He's a good dude. Only neighbor I talk to on in the whole area. Only a neighbor that ever sees me or talks to me. He uh, he went on that offer up website or, or app or whatever. And that motherfucker bought. He's a good old dude. Older brother, man, from Alabama. Uh, been married. His, his, his wife is uh, is battling cancer, unfortunately. I feel bad for the dude. Um, and he watches the show, so he'll see this. Uh, great dude. Um, he bought something on offer up from out of state and got scammed. And I'm like, no, brother, you can't buy shit out of state on offer up because you never see them. See, offer up. I've been on offer up before, and I've actually got a few things on offer up. And I go drive there and meet him. I'm not buying nothing on offer up out of my fucking area. And I'm not going and buying anything without seeing it and picking it up. So, yeah, I don't know. The chicken I had last night that I made, uh, onion seared and baked chicken with asparagus, dog. It was the greatest fucking marinade I've ever made. I made it by myself, right? Like Italian um, seasoning, um some I got some paprika with some some garlic paprika, man. You, if you don't have garlic paprika uh, seasoning salt, go get it. It is fire. So I use some of that, some teriyaki sauce, um, little soy sauce, a little uh, garlic, olive oil, um, and some orange juice. I mix that shit up. All right. And then I poured it over the chicken once I had it in the oven baking. Oh, my goodness. That shit was the best marinade I've ever had. That chicken was the most tender, bombest chicken I've ever made myself or maybe ever tasted. So, just telling you. Um, anyway, so we got, a, we got a fucking baby formula deal um, going on. So, shocker, right? Um, it's crazy. So, look, I, I want to show you guys something real quick. Um, a lot of you gun fucks that like guns and shit. I, I don't have no problem with guns. Um, I got a problem with guns when they're, when they're, you know, when they're killing motherfuckers, obviously. But, you know, I don't have, like, I don't have a real issue with guns except when they're used uh, to assassinate, murder, um, kids, babies, um, humans, period, right? Um, but I want you to hear this. Any ideas to curb to gun violence this. would be welcomed in her very pro-gun state. Well, now she is signaling an... I want you to see the responses. Openness to finding legislative solutions because um, her office has been flooded with calls from constituents demanding and I want you to hear the responses from these politicians, okay? Please just just watch the responses from this shit. And to mass shootings. As negotiations continue, CNN chief congressional 15s and why people need them. Why do you think that people need Listen. to have AR15s in this country? You're talking about a constitutional right to keep and bear arms. People who are law-abiding citizens are in good mental health and uh, aren't a threat to the public. In my state, they use them to shoot prairie dogs and, you know, other types of... Please raise your hand. Any backwood fucks in here? Who ra who shoots prairie dogs with an AR-15? Please let me know. I need to know. Southern Skeptic, do you shoot prairie dogs with your AR-15? Listen, 
I don't care. I'm not with. I'm not trying to ban guns. Okay. I'm not. I'm not this fucking righteous fucking guy who's out here trying to ban guns. All I'm saying is, until we figure out the fucking idiots that can carry one, let's control the motherfuckers a little better. But please, any of you backwood fucks in here, please, who shoots uh, a prairie dog with a gun of a magnitude of an AR-15? Even my boy Southern Skeptic, I know he's backwoods, and he only has handguns. So... They're defending bullshit. So I don't give a fuck if you're Republican, Democrat, red, blue, white, right, left. I don't give a fuck. But please. Um, varmints. And so varmints. I think that there are legitimate <laughs> reasons why people would want to have them. That's used for, for sporting events, for uh, uh, sporting activities all the time. So who's in here using AR-15s for sporting events? Please let me know who's using these guns for sporting events. Are you shooting AR-15s at fucking disc? (laughs) I just got to know. Let me know. Why not raise the age to 21 for people buying semi-automatic rifles? Uh, We're talking about a lot of things, and what we're talking about most are background checks, juvenile records, the areas where we can get consensus. That can be in the discussion, but right now we're trying to work on things where we have agreement. Why is that? Why don't you have agreement on that? That's you know, it's we got a lot of people in the discussion. We got to get 60 votes. Hopefully, we get 75 votes on this. You want to look at two things that could have prevented this: Mm -hmm. an age requirement would have prevented an 18-year-old, and uh, basically a. a red flag law that's basically intended to try to help a person get some mental help. Do you think that there should be a ban on assault weapons, ban on AR-15? You know, talking about bans, I wouldn't have a problem on looking at some of these things. What is the necessity? Tell me what the purpose is, and let's use them for those purposes. Anyway, um, that's just the ignorance Exploring that the we're hunk. dealing with on a daily basis. That's just what it is. I don't give a fuck if you're pro-gun or anti-gun. I'm not. Either I don't like guns. I, I don't. Ha- I hate guns. I never like guns. I never have liked guns. Okay, um, but obviously everyone knows it's the idiot pulling the trigger. But also the trigger that's doing the damage is also in a fucking salt weapon that is not going to do minimal damage like a fucking thirty-two snub nose would. Okay, let's just keep it real. And it ain't like throwing rocks. So it is a fucking killer. And I don't know if you've heard this story, but this is stories that you will not hear about. Shout out to Alan who just made it in. Alan sent me this actually. Has anyone seen the story of the two-year-old baby that just smoked his daddy, her daddy... In Florida, they just arrested the mother of a two-year-old for killing her father with the gun. Now, tell me that mental health already set in on the two-year-old, and please give me your fucking excuse on how the two-year-old, A, knows about a gun, B, learned how to shoot the gun, C, found the gun, please let me know, and D, 
listened to the mom and killed the dad at two years old. I I just got to know this mental health fucking deal. This is a mental health deal, right? (laughs) Two years old. Two years old. I don't believe a two-year-old can be diagnosed with mental health. Now, retard, mental retardation or whatever you guys call it legitimately now and the you know, politically correct term is uh, mentally unstable or whatever you want to call it, right? Down syndrome or what have you. Yeah, we know that. But that's not mental health, okay? I got to know how a two-year-old kills a grown man. By shooting them. But that ain't on the news. You don't see that shit on CNN. You don't see that shit on Fox. But, yep, two-year-old Lucy in Florida. Alan sent me the the, uh, the, the thing. Um, I'm just here in the intro. We're just chilling. Uh, appreciate everybody in the show. Hit the like button, pound the button, subscribe, become a member. Um Well, see, Southern Skeptic, you said they want to ban them. Well, who wants to ban them? Republicans don't. So, you know, because the Republicans were the ones that stormed the fucking Capitol building. They don't want to fucking ban no AR-15. And the Democrats do. So, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not either side. I don't like guns, period. I think you should have the right to defend yourself, Right. I do have the right to, you know, I think you do need to have the right to defend yourself. I'm not saying pull all guns, but what I am saying is you don't need an AR-15. I'd rather have a, listen, I'm just being honest. I'd rather have a gunfight with a motherfucker broke in my house that had just normal weapons. Like, I'd rather have normal, like, okay, just come at me with a forty-five, and I'll have a Glock, and we'll just see who's the bigger man that day and gets lucky with the shot. I don't want to shoot, I don't want to get shot from my front of the of the of uh, my driveway, through my garage, through my other door. I don't want to get shot through all the fucking walls in my house because you have an AR-15. So, I don't know. That's just me. Gary Payton sounds off about the best NBA era being the 90s. I have to 1,000% concur. I say all the time on this show, I believe the 1990s are the best NBA era of all time. Um, he, He quoted by saying, our era was about defense being rough, getting out there, and getting it done. This era is about shooting threes, getting up and down, and entertainment, along with chasing the bag. I think the 90s was the best era ever, end quote. That is um, Gary Payton, quote, okay? I, I love Gary Payton. I, I actually know Gary now and, and uh, through the big three and, and started understanding and, and, uh, him more. He's a real cat, Oakland Cali cat. Um, but, uh, I agree hundred percent. The nineties were the best fucking era and the toughest era. We were about fucking playing ball. We didn't load manage. We didn't give a fuck about who the richest player was. And we were going to protect the richest player. 
See, when I grew up where I'm from, the richest player is usually the best player, and the best player usually plays because he wants to win. And the team usually wants the best player to play. So why the fuck would we want to defend our best player because he makes 900 or eight figures? We want to defend him. According to J.J. Reddick and C.J. McCollum, we are defending the best and most paid players so they don't get hurt. So we have a product on the court. Well, the product's not on the court. It's a fucking oxymoron. What the fuck are you saying? How is the product on the court if you're load managing, you fucking dummy? How the fuck is it on the court? You ain't on the court. You're load managing. We want them in the playoffs. What the fuck? Then just play playoffs. <laughs> like, dog, it's unbelievable, man. It's fucking unbelievable. Um, I got a story for you guys, Alan. I got a story. It's fucking, I, I, thought, I, I thought it was funny. Um, Shikari Richardson, you know, the track girl that didn't get in Olympics for smoking weed or whatever. I don't know the, who the guy is. Apparently, he's an ex-Olympic. He's a man. He's older. He's raced against Usain Bolt and all those guys for a long time. I think his name on Twitter is Ray's TV or Ray's Take TV, R-A-E-S. He's a male sprinter. And he raced against Bolt and all those guys. He came out and made a comment about weed and basically how soft we've become and not how we don't run all events and how we don't play sports because of a either hamstring pull or a groin, slight groin. But he also goes on to say he ripped his off the bone racing Usain Bolt um, just because he wanted to compete. Just because he thought he'd be called a bitch. Just because that's what he did. He signed up to race. So he raced and he blew his fucking, pulled his fucking hamstring off his bone, right? Shikari Richardson replies to him. By the way, he did not tag her. He did not say anything to her. I read the whole tweet line and saw the whole fucking thread. She comes out and responds, okay? She comes out and responds by saying, you don't know anything. See this internet thug you want to play. I get life in real life. My mother is the reason why I'll handle you. Stop the keyboard. I'll fly out. I'll fly you out and get you worked on. Track my job. I'm a gorgeous goon in real life. This is Shikari Richardson, okay? So the guy responds saying, hey, I actually failed a drug test for weed, and I didn't lie and say it was because of my mother who passed away. The same mother you never knew and gave you up, Shikari. Stay in your place. I know too much, so stay in your place. Ha <laughs> ha! See, don't start none, won't be none. See, that's the thing about it. She's so fucking transparently fake. She might as well be made of fucking super glue and fucking Elmer's glue. And you mix that shit with water and it turns into putty. 
and it's clear. You can see right through her ass. She's fucking horribly fake. And she wants to use her platform to play the victim and to get paid. And she'll get a book deal and she'll get paid. All right. So um, I haven't seen anything on that, Wido. Because, you know, and it's crazy. I, I haven't seen any. Wido said that. A woman in Charleston who killed a man wielding an AR-15 at a grad party, preventing another mass shooting. No coverage at all. I haven't seen any coverage. I haven't even heard about that. So, um, so that's interesting. But Shikari Richardson is a joke, and uh, it's unbelievable, man. The generation is fucked, and I blame the parents. I blame the the adults, but. I got to be honest. I'm going to talk about Deshaun David or Deshaun Watson here, and I'm going to get you. I'm going to give you a bunch of different perspectives on this cat. And uh, I don't care if you didn't have a daddy. I don't care if you did if you grew up without a daddy. When we grow up and grow hair on our little testicles we know the difference between right and wrong that is how god created us that is how our body works that is why our brains function higher than any other mammal that is why we can compute and make a fucking cell phone from a fucking piece of dirt that is why we create fucking battleships and airplanes. Because we know this. We can create things. We build buildings, skyscrapers, fucking rocket ships. I think if we made a rocket ship, okay, a shuttle. Let's just say a shuttle. Space shuttle, we call it. Space shuttle on top of that. Can you or anyone in this room create or uh, make a cell phone from scratch? I would love to see you guys make me a cell phone from scratch. <laughs> it's very it's very funny to hear me say that, but it's so true. And please make me a cell phone. Like, I would love for you to make my iPhone, make the exact phone from scratch. Like, how many folks can do that? I got to know. How many motherfuckers can make a space shuttle? Like, do you ever put shit in perspective, man? Or do you just listen to the motherfucking idiots talking on Twitter? How many motherfuckers can make a space phone, uh, uh, space phone, a space shuttle? I just want to know. Who can make a fucking B-52 bomber? Can some of you make that? Can somebody tell me? Anyways, the people that did make it are humans. They're mammals, Okay. They're mammals. Um, and having said that, don't sit up here and tell me we can make a spaceship, <laughs> but we can't think for ourselves when just because we have no daddy or mama in the picture. No, motherfucker. You would. You can think for yourself. And you know different. 
you know not to go in and shoot a bunch of babies with a gun. Because you made a spaceship. That is what our DNA is allowed for us to compute and do. Biologically, neurologically, we are very, very different. We were created special. Please stop making fucking excuses for these fucking idiots. Because, coach, I know it ain't an excuse, but he didn't have a daddy. Well, actually, it is. You just made a fucking excuse. And I don't care if he didn't have a daddy. Motherfucker, I could tell you the million things I ain't had and had to overcome, too. Cry me a fucking river. But you know what? When I dropped my fucking nuts, I knew that lying was wrong, that stealing was wrong, that robbing old ladies was wrong, that killing motherfuckers was wrong, that shooting up churches was wrong, that... Shooting little kids was wrong. I knew that shit without ever being taught. This shit is being taught because we know that this fucking mammals, these mammals of ours, us, can think well beyond a fucking third grade level. Right? So we got two-year-olds killing motherfuckers. Put that in perspective. But anyway, um, Florida mom arrested after a two-year-old shoots her dad. Two. She's only two. Man, can you imagine her at four? She might be fucking on the front line around this motherfucker. Imagine her at six. <laughs> um... Anyways, moving on amicably here. Um, on this fine work boot Wednesday. I got to go. I got a lot to discuss today. This is going to be a lengthy show. I got a lot to show. But this was a, I got to show uh, PP or PFF or whatever they are. Top 10 coaches. Okay. They got a top 10 coach list. And I got to be honest. These people have to do this for pure clout. Right? They have to put it on. It's pure clout. There's no way that you can discuss these things here. And this has to be pure clout. The top three, I do not mind in whatever order you pick. I I think Bilicek needs to be number one as long as he's coaching. Okay? Um, Cliff Kingsbury... Is clearly the anomaly on this list. Okay, I know Lucy loves King Kingberry. He he's a bitch made cat. Um, if you only knew, but Cliff Kingsbury, more than being in the top ten according to this PFF list, him being ranked above Pete Carroll. Is the leg- is a legitimate fucking? It's blasphemy. It's blasphemy. It is blasphemy. The words of Stephen A. Smith, another fucking slapdick. That I say he is. It's more criminal 
to have him above Pete Carroll on any list more than it is having him in the top 10. That's how bad that looks by having him above Pete Carroll. It's unbelievable. Sean McVay just won a Super Bowl. Before that was Bruce Arians. They aren't on the list, but Mike McCarthy is. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury is. He never even won in college. LaFleur is. So you have a guy ranked ahead of a guy who you haven't beat ever. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan has owned Matt LaFleur, owned him, and they have him ranked above Shanahan. See, I'm putting coaches' perspectives onto this list for you guys so you guys can understand this. McVay's been to two Super Bowls, won one. Um, he's not even on the list. Bruce Arians done, has, has, has forgotten more football than Cliff Kingsbury, Matt LaFleur, and... Mike McCarthy combined, and he ain't even on the list. So, I am unbelievable. It's crazy to me. Jason Vegas, thanks a lot, Captain Obvious. Appreciate you, Sherlock's homeboy. He's told everyone groundbreaking news. Jason Vegas show just told everybody that Bruce isn't the coach at Tampa Bay anymore. We did not know that. Thank you. Oh, man, motherfuckers just talk to talk, I think. They just talk to hear them motherfucking selves. It blows my fucking mind. I don't think anyone knew that, dog. We didn't know that Arians wasn't coaching there no more. Holy fuck. Um, it doesn't say 2022 active coaches. <laughs> It says 2022 NFL head coach ranking. This is from 2022. So I would have Bruce Arians on there over fucking Mike McCarthy all day. Does it say current coaches on this on this list right here, Jason? Please tell me it does. If it does, I'll apologize to you right now because I apologize in the moment. I don't apologize tomorrow for something I said today. But please let me understand. Does this say... Current 2002 head coaching rankings, or does it say 2022 head coaching rankings? Because from what I understand is this is the 2022 NFL head coaches going into the season into 2023. Bruce Arians ain't coaching, but no, no, no shit. But he's better than most of those guys on the list. <laughs> um, Kyle, I would put. Robert Sala, why, homie? Why is Robert Sala on your list? Please let me know. Motherfucker, just say names. Johnny Johnson. <laughs> Callie Stogie. Like, shut the fuck up. God damn. What the fuck has Robert Sala done? Please let me know. I mean, you motherfuckers just throw names out because you have an agenda on what the fuck you think it is in your brain that you like the motherfucker. You like how he dresses, homie. How you how you like them? You like how he dresses or something? What do you, what, what's Robert Sala done, dog? Please let me know what he's done. I would love to know how he's a top ten NFL fucking coach. 
God damn, you motherfuckers just be talking some, just say shit. I would have Pete Carroll on there. Um, at number two, I would have number. I'd have Pete Carroll on this list as two. Um, because he's been to two, he's won one, he's won a natty, multiple natties. Um, he's built that Seattle team. He's been an NFL head coach many years for other teams, and took the New England Patriots to the playoffs, by the way, and the Jets. If you haven't, if you didn't know, um. I would put Andy Reid at three, Harbaugh at four. I would put Shanahan at six. I would put I would put uh, Vrabel at five. But see, this is not my list. I'm just trying to massage this list. This isn't my list. So Mike Tomlin needs to be on this list. There's no fucking ifs and buts about it. Mike Tomlin's not even on this list. So, what in the fuck has Frank Reich done as a head coach? See, motherfuckers want to talk about these coaches like they're the best new thing because they were a good offensive coach. Or good. Are you going to put the motherfucker from the Dolphins on the list now, too? God damn. Oh. It's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. McDermott should be on the list. Okay? McDermott should be on the list. Tomlin should be on the list. Um, There's some folks missing. I'm just going to be honest. There's a lot of folks on this list missing. Um... This is a this is my this might be one of the worst fucking lists I've ever seen. I'm gonna be honest. So I don't know. Um, I just wanted to share that fucking list with you because I think it's a fucking mockery. Um, Baker Mayfield, he's allowed to miss practice or mini camp. Why? I gotta know why. Why is he allowed? Um, McVeigh would be on my list. Of course, I said that earlier. He won a fucking Super Bowl. He's been to two. He's 34 years old. Why is he not on the list? Um, um, I don't know. It sets a precedent. It sets precedence. That's all I want to know. I, I'm telling you. That's what I want you to know. <coughs> he is setting a precedent. The NFL is. The Browns have just continued to make themselves look worse and worse and worse, right? Kiss ass. And it turns into sucking dicks. I said it. The more ass you kiss, the more dicks you end up sucking. I just got to let you know. Because uh, we're soft fucks. We're soft fucks. And now everyone sees this and only will expect this type of treatment moving on. Because you, the Browns, signed a predator. And he's in hot water right now. And you need this guy, Baker Mayfield, now. 
by the way, who is fucking garbage, all right? And you got to have him as your QB1 now. He has to be your QB1 now. So guess what? Let's let's kiss his ass. And we'll tell him to take a little vacation. Don't need to show up, okay? Don't need to show up. But um, just so you know, <laughs> your nose will go from being brown to your lips going to be white because you're kissing ass and it's going to turn into sucking dicks. And that motherfucker is going to run the world and control you. And everyone in America is going to see it. And everyone's going to fucking use your treatment of him because you feel fucking sorry for how shitty Baker Mayfield is and how he's in his feelings. Fuck his feelings. He's a professional fucking NFL player. Why can't the motherfucker at Walmart get in his feelings and not go to work today? Like, I don't understand how you don't see that comparison. One makes millions, earning rightfully so. He earned it. He's a one percenter. So uh, that's a you problem, Walmart worker. Sorry that you don't make millions, okay? But relevant speaking, let's keep it on a relevant level. The Walmart worker cannot afford to miss, obviously, because that's how he puts food on his t- table. Um, Baker can because he has millions of dollars. Cash flow isn't an issue. But what it does is it sets a precedence for all the younger folks out here that's making transfer portal moves and wanting the bag and missing practice, missing minicamp, missing this, missing that. That is what they do. It fucking blows my mind. They're fucking allowing this shit over and over and over and think that it's changing. It ain't. We're fucking setting a precedent to implode. And so our kids and babies and all the future folks coming up can see this behavior and treatment and it demand it as well when they get to your level. And you have just made a huge fucking mistake. It's going to be uncoachable pretty soon. I'm just telling you right now. You're going to have an uncoachable league. You're going to have college that's uncoachable because not only are the kids making more or rivaling your salary, they're also so enabled that they don't think you can tell them anything and definitely can't yell at them motherfuckers. If you yell at them motherfuckers, holy shit, they can demand a trade tomorrow. They'll demand a trade, coach. You yelled at me. You hurt my feelings. Anyway, the Angels fired Coach Madden, who did well with with the Chicago Cubs. I don't like baseball. I don't really like baseball, to be honest. I think it's the worst sport in the motherfucking union. But um, I do like a lot of baseball players. A lot of fans of mine are baseball guys. I love the baseball community. I do. You guys are some some good dudes. But your sport is absolutely dog shit. I mean, whoever invented your sport. I truly think that the sport was invented um, like, I don't know, man, by... Um, what's that movie, man? Um, 
The Ridiculous Six. Have you ever seen that? Uh, the Ridiculous Six. Um, the Ridiculous Six has to be one of the fucking all-time Welcome, stupidest movies. To the first ever playing of a new sport. This is who invented baseball. In my opinion. Of my own devising. I think this, this feet, motherfucker literally invented will engage in a battle of... Yes, Keith. Only 18 people here. Two nine-person teams will engage in a battle of strength, speed, and strategy. One team will go out onto the field to play defense, while the other team will take turns hitting this ball... With a sticky. What are you going to call this guy? What else? Sticky McSnickens. So, I think... Now, your goal, ball Snicky McChickens, ball or whatever, me two is times without who my... invented baseball. That's who invented the motherfucker right there. It should have never been invented. The, game, the sport should have never been invented. Uh, it, it, it's a lazy man sport. Motherfuckers don't do shit. You got these big old fat sloppy pitchers who don't really got to do shit. If they got an arm, they got an arm. That's just like a porn. It's like Ron Jeremy had a big dick, but he was 350 fucking pounds and looked like a tub of shit. You don't have to have, you don't have to be in shape to have a big dick, but you don't have to be in shape to pitch baseball either. Like, motherfucker, they're the laziest fat fucking just, all they do is dip, smoke, fuck, they don't got to do shit. Holy shit. They're fucking horrible. And they make millions. And ain't got to leave the fucking mound. The right fielder may not catch a fucking fly ball the whole game. So I don't know baseball. Alright. I took my rant a little long on that. But again, it goes to managing, coaching, and um, teaching. You guys are giving these guys way too much credit. In my opinion, every time a coach gets fired, the general manager should be fired as well. The general manager in professional sports should be fired if a head coach gets fired. Because if the head coach has very, very limited say in his roster or her roster, then they should be fired. Now, Derek Fisher was fired from the L.A. Sparks women's and WNBA yesterday. He's also the GM, apparently. He created some of that roster. So he needs to go bye-bye, right? He needs to go bye-bye. Let Matt Barnes whip, whip his ass again. He needs to go bye. Even though he's made the most clutch shot in NBA history, in my opinion. He needs to go bye-bye. Um, he got fired, rightfully so. He was a GM. The GM should be fired with the head coach. And, and, if, and in college football, if the head coach gets fired, the AD should be fired. Period. That's how I feel. So, that's just my opinion. Um, but, I like Madden. I don't even know anything about him. I just liked him when he was with the Cubs. I like his, his whole steez, his stilo. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I guess I just thought he was, I guess he looked cool. Because <laughs> I don't know shit about baseball. 
I want to see all that bullshit fucking... I don't see that bullshit. It don't mean shit anyway. Uh, is the PGA dead? This live organization is alive for real. DJ's gone. DeChambeau's gone. Fucking Patrick Reed just went. Uh, Sergio Garcia is gone. Um, Ute's in gone. They got a lot of guys gone. Phil Mickelson's gone. Motherfuckers are resigning from the fucking PGA. When would you ever imagine that? Pat would go. He told me the other day if uh, he's approached, he'll go. Not everyone's being approached, though. Remember, Pat has been in this business 21 years. He's as OG as it gets. So he literally is as OG as it gets. So there's no, you know, they want the young and upcoming guys in this one. Or they want the big name guys like Phil. Phil's the only guy in there that's a big name other than Uthes and who's won majors. But, um, you know, there's only 48 spots and you got all this money thrown around at it and, and you don't even have to play all the, the tournaments. You only play half the tournament. Like, it's a, they're going to fuck over the PGA. PGA's in a fucking precipice. They better, they better figure this out because they're going to be fucked. Um, NBA Finals resumes tonight. I got to pick my bets with Hector uh, later on. Hector, hopefully you can call in. Uh, we'll do a betting segment of this show today. I got the Warriors winning tonight. Um, I think the shooting continues on the road. If you really break down the games, Golden State's dominated both games. Um, the fourth quarter has costed them a game. But... Uh, Oh, Pat would dominate the senior tour. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. He's a young soul. He's still in great shape. Like, he would dominate that shit. That's, he can't wait to get there, to be honest with you. He cannot wait to get there. It's, it's just money, and it's cool. It's chill. You ain't got to fucking do nothing. Uh, limited field. Um, I think he'd dominate that shit. Um, I think Golden State wins. Um, I think they win in six now instead of seven. I'm just telling you, I think they win in six instead of seven. Um, that's just my opinion. The Walton brothers, one of the owners of the Walmart, buys the Broncos $4.5 billion. The highest, and by the way, that's not even that expensive compared to today's market. Um, but but it is is one of the most expensive buys in uh, football history. Um, so I'm going to get into this Deshaun Watson thing, man. I, you know, because that's not the main part of the show. I'm going to talk about where sportsmanship has gone too far. And I'm going to talk about that later. But first of all, I want to talk about my top five songs, okay? Um, my top five songs of all time. And I have an honorable mention, by the way. I have an honorable mention list as well. Um, so I, gotta, I got to let you know that, uh, my list. Um, but my top five songs, I, I, I'm going to pull it up for you guys real quick so you can see it. All right. Um, 
Let me pull up my top five songs, all right? A lot of you going to I'm a well-rounded motherfucker. So if you don't, I don't care if you don't like my fucking songs, all right? Touched by an Angel is on my list, not on my top five. It's a very tough list to comprise, okay? This is a very, very tough list. But my number fifth, five-ranked song on my list is No Vaseline, Ice Cube, all right? I'm an 80s baby, obviously, and I love the original gangster rap. NWA, Easy, all that. No Vaseline. Get you a match and a little bit of Vaseline. One of my, or gasoline, is my favorite, Ice Cube. Gangstar comes in at number four. Gangstar was a group, by the way. Guru was the performer. Premier does the tracks. They came out with a, a group called Gangstar. But it's really Guru's song, Mass Appeal. Mass Appeal is one of the t- classic songs of all time. Then I got to go old school. Fly Me to the Moon, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra is right there. If you haven't listened to these songs and you don't know any of them because you're eight years old, then you need to go listen to some of these. Shook Ones is in my honorable mention for sure. How You Living. AZ and Nas do a duo track on AZ's song, uh, on AZ's album. Go peep it out. AZ is one of my favorite rappers. AZ is unbelievable. A lot of cats don't know because he's not a commercialized rapper. Um, He is as legit as it gets. So go listen to his album, Nine Lives, or Sugar Hill first album was uh, unbelievable. And then Wayne Newton, Don Kashan, is one of the most classic songs of all time. So you see, I'm very, very well-rounded, all right? Um, honorable mention, though, Tina Marie, Still in Love, one of the one of the all-time bangingest songs. Um, Easy, No More Questions is a classic. Exhibit, Exhibit, first album, the song Foundation is unbelievable lyrics. You got to listen to it. If you really hear what he's saying on there, you would trip. Razkaz, if you don't know who Razkaz is, he's a true West Coast rapper from Carson. He's got a song, Where I'm From, all right, Where I'm From. Then you got Old School. I got Sade on my list. You know, fuck. Uh. Smooth operator. Like, how do you not like that shit? Um, I got so many. Freeway. Not Freeway Rick Ross either. Freeway. Um, I got Biggie and Pac all over the list on different songs. Um, spent so many tears from Tupac is one of the all-time classic songs. But it was just my favorite five. You know what I mean? Um, so... I don't know. That's my shit right there. That's my song. But I'm well-rounded. So you see, I got a little bit of everything in there. Um, But I don't care about your list. That's my list. And uh, a belly check. I don't know who you are either. Bye-bye. Okay, he's gone. Um, I'm tired of seeing that motherfucking dumb fuck. I just don't like dumb people. I, I really come to the realization that I don't 
do well with dumb people. Ordinary love is an all-time classic, no question. Um, I don't do well with dumb people. Yeah, I should be a motherfucking rapper, Alan. Shit. Call me motherfucking Casper. Motherfucker, call me Great White. I'll be go. I'll, gra- I'll go Great White. Slap dick. Great White slap dick. <laughs> call me fucking. I just, I don't know. I just use another motherfucker's name. My boy Spree, uh, my boy Spree's whole family is music oriented. So, you know, Spree makes beats. His, his, all his little cousins and nephews all rap. And, uh, um, so he's got a bunch of people. So we got a bunch of different songs. We're going to make, we always make new ones. So every so often. So anyway, I wanted to talk about my top five songs, Dead or Alive. Top five, Dead or Alive. Um, all right, so let me get into this fucking um, Deshaun Watson take. All right, I got to get into this shit. It is what is called. Now, let me break this down because this is going to be a very, very real conversation. And yeah, let me yawn. So it's going to be a real conversation because... I'm literally having it out with my close homies about Deshaun Watson, okay? And they're like, come on, JB, you know, he ain't done anything illegal if he ain't caught. And I'm saying, okay, but, you know, bottom line is one of my homeboys don't have a daughter, which is an issue to me because if you had a daughter, I think you'd feel completely different. And it, and, and, and just cause you get caught for being illegal, just because you got charges, I don't have charges against you or charges pending does not mean you can't be the scum of the fucking earth. Please understand if we, could break down a statistical piece of information that can show how many motherfuckers are criminal out there that do not have any charges, who are not in jail, who are out there in everyday life walking amongst us, you would shit your pants. Okay? So please stop. Attaching only charges, criminal charges. I know I've been I've been fucking charged with criminal charges. I didn't do shit. So it goes both fucking ways. But I have to be clear here. When are we going to stop the whole you're innocent till proven guilty thing? Because that needs to change. That needs to change. It's not. And especially for brothers, Hispanics, inner city folks, my fucking self. Hell, myself. I was guilty and had to prove my innocence. Okay? I talked about it the other day. If you don't have resources of mass proportions, you may go to jail and be completely honest. I mean completely innocent. And because you don't have the money like Deshaun Watson has. You don't have the money like 
fucking Johnny Depp has. See, Johnny Depp defended himself, and I believe Johnny Depp was okay and right on this, but he would have been murdered in the business if he didn't defend himself and didn't have the big-time money to do so. He would be right now being, he would be fucked. We'd castrate him in the public eye. So what is the difference between Deshaun Watson? Half of us are castrating him. Half of us are vindicating him because he doesn't have criminal charges. We are guilty until proven innocent if you're, in the, if you're from the hood, in my opinion. That's just what it is. I think it's the inner city. But I have to be clear. There are white folks out here that get wrongfully accused. I'm one of them. We have white folks that get wrongfully accused all the time. They don't show it. We don't publicize it that much. But there is, it is, trust me, it is. Um, but I want to make sure we, I want to make sure we excuse the black, I, I, I want to make sure the first excuse we use is not the black and white bullshit, okay? This is not a black quarterback getting fucked like always narrative, Okay, black quarterback gets fucked narrative. This ain't a well, uh, coach Ben Roethlisberger did it and he got excused. Let's call it like it is. Predators are predators. I don't care what color you are. I don't give a fuck what color you are. I don't give a fuck. About any of that, okay? Jamil Ridley, tell me why you believe Deshaun Watson 100. <laughs> and are you, re- Jamil Ridley, do you really want to be real and have a real conversation or are you going to be like stupid with it? Because I want to know your real conversation. I want, because I real recognize real, homie. I bet dollars to dimes you think he's innocent and you believe him 100% because he's a brother. Am I wrong? Just keep it real and tell me. I'm not mad. Shit. I'm not mad. You motherfucking brothers been fucked their whole lives. I'm not mad if that's why. But that's also very ignorant. And that's also setting us up for failure moving forward. I'm just going to keep it real with you. I'm just keeping it 100. Because I can talk like this and talk about it. And... No matter what the color of your human body is, <laughs> all right, let's just keep it real. Why didn't this motherfucker have one male masseuse? Has anyone ever thought of this? I haven't heard this at all. I haven't heard this take at all. I'm the first human to say it. So I got to know, okay? Um, J. Mike, here's a troll again. Fuck. Well, Netflix already talked about the Hitler statement. So if you were there and don't, if you weren't there, then you should shut the fuck up. So shut the fuck up. Bye. Goddamn, J. Michaels again, homie. How many times is this motherfucker going to make a name up? So anyway. Do you know in the NFL, male masseuses? are known to be much better than female masseuses on a man's body 
is regarding deep tissue. Man's hands are stronger. Man's so when you're a qualified male masseuse, the NFL hires a shitload of them because they're the ones that need to get out the deep tissue ailments. Why have we not talked about him having one male masseuse? If you're that fucked up and sore, the Texans and yourself and your team should have one male masseuse at your call to get through to come masseuse, massage you in a professional manner. Okay. This is just real shit, by the way. If you don't know this, then you're just ignorant and you don't want to listen. So uh, stop with the bullshit. This is real shit. We all been hit up with a fucking male masseuse in the league or in professional sports because that is what it takes. That's what it takes. So there's not a one male masseuse, but 66 women. Now listen, my homeboy, I'm telling you real conversations I've been having. My homeboys are like, JB, come on. How many times we go to the titty bar and chase some ass? So for every single time we went to a titty bar and chased some ass, what if they came out and said we did this, this, and this? I said, understand something. We went to a titty bar to watch girls dance and do what men do, right? And chill. We didn't set up a private warehouse <laughs> and lure them back to our place by ourselves using an excuse of some sort to try to get them to buy in. We just went in there. If, if, if we got with one of them, cool. If not, cool. This motherfucker is not cool with one of them. That's what you don't get. That's what you don't get. So... Going to a public strip club and having a private fucking warehouse set up is completely different. So me and my homeboys are arguing about this forever. And I'm sitting there like, listen, homie. And they're both my brother buddies are brothers, right? They're black. And we're like talking. He's like, come on, JB, you already know the deal. I go, listen. Number one, we already know that we are guilty before innocent, especially as brothers. So why now is this such a shocker? Because this is their defense too, just like Ridley in here. They're defending him because he's a brother. But this is the thing. People don't realize. See, that's why I tell it like it is. Short, fat, skinny, or tall, black, white, yellow. I don't give a fuck. We all are idiots. Come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. I say it all the time. I don't give a fuck what color you are. If you're a fucking white predator motherfucker, then you're a white predator motherfucker. If you're a black predator motherfucker, then you're a black predator motherfucker. Deshaun Watson is R. Kelly of the NFL. He is the R. Kelly of the NFL. This is the same thing that came out against R. Kelly in the beginning. That's why there was no legal ramifications. R. Kelly only had allegations of certain things he was doing. Peeing on a girl isn't a crime. Well... What did it turn out to be? All dark comes to light. I'm just telling you. I've called it over a year ago. I'm calling it now. He is not playing in the NFL. My public personal opinion. He's not going to play this year. 
I hope the Browns have an ironclad out. I don't believe that the Browns did any due diligence. They didn't talk to any women. They didn't do anything. They followed the NFL's lead. The NFL has been known to be fucked up. They'll suspend a $1,500 gambler for a year over a motherfucker that'll hit a female on camera. So we know the NFL's about their money. We don't. We know it's not about public persona. We know it's not about doing the right thing. We know it's about ratings, about making your team better. And we will have it, right? That's what we do. So... The hotel is a, basically a sketchy place to hide out and invite bitches over. Um, this is not like me and the homies going to a strip club. I'm just going to be honest, okay? Homie, Jamel, quit saying, just quit saying I'm wrong and, 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 and you believe him. Give me some fucking evidence, homie. Give me some factual information like I'm giving you. I can just sit up here all day and say I don't believe him. I want hunt it. Motherfucker, give me some fucking reasons, homie. Everyone can hear can say, yo, 100, I'm you wrong on that. Motherfucker, tell me. Come tell me. Give me some real shit. Why, homie? Why am I wrong? See, you can't tell me why I'm wrong. And then as soon as you say uh, some bullshit, I'm going to tell you you're wrong and tell you why. Everybody in here can say, 100, I don't agree. 100, I agree. <laughs> Man, you sound like you on Twitter, homie. Give me some fucking real info on why you fuck, why I'm wrong, dog. Why am I wrong, homie? See, motherfuckers can't talk. They don't understand. They can't give you no real fucking shit. They can't tell you why. Because it's easy to say, 100, you're wrong on that, in tweet. <laughs> tweet, send. And then you get into an argument on Twitter with a motherfucker because that's all they that's all they can say. 100. <laughs> anyway, um This is this is literally the definition of grooming. This is what groomers do. See, I've seen it growing up. I've been around it. Motherfuckers see it. Grooming is a predatory act hoping to get someone to say yes. And my boys still think just because of the fact there is no legal charges, Deshaun is good. See, I have bigger issues. I have a daughter, one, um, and two, would never wish any female to have to deal with this or any of my boys' kids' daughters to have to deal with this. And that is what I don't understand with my homies. And and, and we have agreements all the time, great conversation. Like, I'm like, homie, one of you don't have a daughter, so I get you why you don't get it. But if you do have a daughter, you'll get it. And you'll call me one day and say, damn, you're right, dog. The other one is, um... My other homeboy has a daughter. And I'm like, damn, dog. He's like, well, first of all, my daughter wouldn't go through that because I'd smoke Deshaun Watson. Well, listen, we'd all smoke Deshaun Watson if something happened to our daughter. But the bottom line is, it's okay for all these other motherfucking daughters to fucking go through it, but not your daughter. Like, this is what I'm trying to tell my homeboy, homie. Like, wait up, dog. We can't be one way and not the other. We can't protect all females and only our females. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, that's what people don't understand. So, it is grooming. This motherfucker had 66 bras. I would bet dollars to dimes what we know is 66 bras. I would say it's over double that. I would say it's over double that. And just like R. Kelly, he is a predator. He's a predatory fucking figure that has, that my homeboys want to use the excuse of he was raised by women coats. He would never do it. He had no daddy. He would never do it. Let me tell you guys something. Most males that have no daddy or what don't have a strong male role model who who are raised by females are the most predatory motherfuckers I've ever met. Because the daddies in the bit in the in the household is who control the narrative. They're supposedly supposed to be the alpha male. The alpha male, by definition, is someone that teaches a male how to treat a female. When you have that missing piece, you do not know how to treat a female because a female cannot teach a male how to treat her. That's what y'all don't get. You motherfuckers think that a female can teach you as a boy how to train a son to treat females. That cannot happen. It's impossible. It's impossible. So... This is what you don't get. Jamel, average questions by you, and I will get to that. By the way, your questions you just posted on here, I literally have on my computer over here answers for because I'm literally going to discuss that here in a minute, okay? And predators do not have a history that you know of, by the way, homie. (laughs) Come on, dog. You sound ignorant as fuck, dog. And I'm just being, I'm saying that as respectfully as possible, Jamil. Because I like you, Jamil. You've always been straight up. I'm saying it respectfully as possible. You're letting ignorance blind you, homie. You're letting ignorance blind you. You don't get it, dog. Like, predators, do you think Jeffrey Dahmer was known about before he finally got caught? Motherfucker, do you know the history of him? There's no no shit they have a history, but it doesn't come to light. R. Kelly dog finally got caught pissing on the broad. How many years did he have of doing all the other shit? Dog, it's grooming. It's grooming. See, you know motherfucker don't understand. My boys think that it's the whole white versus black harsher punishment take. Listen, we already know that certain folks, especially brothers, are guilty before innocent. So I, I, I'm, I'm guilty before innocent. I just discussed it. So knowing this already, pregame, before we ever get into any trouble, okay, it blows my mind we continue to see cats continue to do dumb, creepy, weird shit 
They cannot get out of their own way. Okay? They cannot get out of their own fucking way. And... Let me ask you a question, though, Jamil. Why haven't... Why hasn't, like, Tom Brady ever had some dumb shit like this happen? Or Troy Aikman or Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees or... Dak Prescott or Russell Wilson. Why hasn't any of those guys had anything like this ever happen? I'm just curious. And it's not a white or black thing, okay? There's been tons of black quarterbacks. Fucking Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, these motherfuckers are are, are fucking staples of of character. So, like, I'm just curious. Why the fuck these motherfucking big-time players don't ever have no dumb shit like this ever happen? I'm curious Get your take on that one. But this is the crazy part. Again, if he did this, he has to live with it himself. We'll never know, right? Unless it comes out. Um, but his was solo. Ben, Ben, hey! Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger was with a solo female apparently twice. He has to live with that shit. I don't know if he did it or not. He was found innocent of that bullshit charge. Or not bullshit charge. He was of the charge. Rape. That was actually rape, okay, that he was accused of. So was Kobe Bryant, by the way. So quit saying white and black. We've had it both ways. We've seen it both ways. We've seen Kobe beat it. We've seen Ben Roethlisberger beat it. We've seen a million women false accuse men of rape. So it goes both ways. My thing is, those were solo acts with one human. More likely for women to come out and accuse someone of rape when it's one-on-one and it's only that human. Trevor Bauer was suspended for two years by the base by Major League Baseball, and he beat his legal fucking case as well. But Major League Baseball said, you know what? We think you're a creepy fuck. We're going to suspend you two years. NFL won't do it. They'll suspend you for gambling over that. But when you have a one-on-one act without being filmed, you have a more of a chance for a woman to come out and claim rape. 66 women is literally has to be the biggest setup of all time if you think all 66 are in collusion to come out and tell you um, they're all lying. I mean, who's paying them? Because Deshaun Watson's the one with the money here. So, please, I want to... I wanna, Clearly understand this. I want to make sure you clear this. Please break this down for me. 66 women together. Someone would have to have paid them to come out and all get on the same page and accuse this motherfucker of the same act. Okay. 66 women. That's a lot. Somebody with a lot of money is doing that, right? Um, so anyway, I, I bet it's double 66. I bet it's been known. Um, I'm going to get into the whole thing that Jamil was bringing up about why there isn't anything college or high school, why I haven't found anything on him. Um, 
But I'm going to answer a Drew here says uh, he was raised by a mother and grandmother. And let me tell you something. Hardly any men out here know how to treat a female. Yes, a female can raise a man and how to treat a female. Um, I don't agree with you. <laughs> That's your personal opinion. That's your personal history. You are one human being, homie. Hey, Drew, where are you from, dog? Let me school another motherfucker real quick. Where are you from, dog? Tell me your background. Give me your story. I'll wait. I'm going to wait because your mom and grandma did a good job with you. I'll argue that no, you knew the difference between right and wrong when you grew hair on your balls. See, you motherfuckers are confusing being raised by a female and a, and, a, and a grandma and a mom because, no, you chose not to pull the trigger by holding, even though you hold the gun. See, that's the difference. You did it. Tell I want to give you some data. I coach thousands of kids of humans. Not one of them had their fathers and they all struggle with treating females. So I'm going to roll with the statistical side on this and I'm going to roll with the numbers game that whatever your name is, a drew one of a million is not the fucking fucking says all know all on this topic. Okay. I'm going to go with that. Just because you came out okay doesn't speak for the masses. <laughs> now you're talking about it ain't because they got a daddy. But you still can't answer where you're from, homie. Where you from, dog? What's your background? Tell us your story. Why you why you why you skip over questions that are asked? Why do people do that shit to just come out and say some other shit? Like, give me your background story because you were raised by your mom and grandma and you came out okay. But your statement was, no man knows how to treat women no more. No shit. What the fuck are you talking about? I just fucking said it. We've been talking about this for how long? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you saying? No shit. So... No shit. We know this generation's enabled as fuck. We know they're soft as fuck. We know they have no fucking home training. What is your point? Jamil Ridley comes back 25 minutes later after he Googles some shit. <laughs> Jamel, if you can't cock in the conversation, homie, right away, then miss me with your 20-minute your delays, homie. I don't have time to go back and forth. Dog. You're not even a member, bruh. Come on, homie. If you're going to really have a debate in the conversation, then you have to talk about it right when it happens. Not 20 minutes later when you go on Google search. Then you're getting a haircut, homie. Then don't then don't be in the show then, homie. 
What are you talking about? I'm not going to wait 25 minutes and then have to think about what the fuck we're even talking about. We moved on, homie. I'm going to get to your question, though. I'm going to get to why he don't have any issues in college and high school. Best believe that shit. So, anyways, um, it blows my mind that pregame, meaning literally pre-thought, pre-action, that we continue to see guys people continue to do this dumb weird shit their circles are fucking horrible they have uh no discipline no control and i'm gonna take it a step further real quick i'm gonna take it a step further okay i'm gonna take it a step further if i was Dabo sweeney his head college coach at clemson who i know i know pretty good i would be ashamed of myself sitting here today right now and This is a direct reflection. This is what a lot of cats won't say. This is what a lot of people don't realize. This is a direct reflection. He had Watson for four years or more. Okay? Somebody allowed this kid to do this shit, or they knew he already did this shit and never coached him or corrected it. They allowed it. Why? He has no dad coach. Not making an excuse, but it does matter. Quote from one of my homeboys. I just said, homie, you just made an excuse by saying not an excuse. (laughs) Uh, It's not an excuse, but, uh, you know, it's an excuse. Uh, Fuck, which one is it, homie? Is it not an excuse or is it an excuse? It don't matter. It does not fucking matter, okay? I'm just keeping it real with you. It does not matter, okay? You just made an excuse, and I just talked about once you grow hair in your nuts, you know the difference between right and wrong. And um, Dabo Sweeney, please understand, Dabo Sweeney, Deshaun Watson is one of your babies, homie. He is one of your babies. He now represents you as a coach. Jermaine Johnson, Alan Edward, fucking TJ in this room, fucking um, Calvin Jackson, fucking everybody. Malik Henry. Malik Henry transferred four times in four years in high school. Okay. Four years and four four high schools. I took him. So my boy's like, well, you had Malik Henry, reflection of you. I said, exactly fucking right. Do I ever run him from it? No. But understand something. I didn't have Malik at the youth level, even though I've known him his entire life, and my coach Ward coached him his entire life, and I've known his daddy. That doesn't mean I had him and, and got to mold him. I took an adult Malik Henry because he was a good player. And being a recruiter, just so you know, you're getting some privileged information here. Just because he was, I was the recruiter I am, was I supposed to allow Malik to go to Garden City, Iowa Western, Coffeyville? No. Alan, was I supposed to let anyone go there into those places or no? Am I going to get the best talented player regardless of the position? That's what a recruiting coach does. That's what a good coach does. And then he file and then he figures it out. Well, 
I said many times, I said I thought Malik was damaged goods when I got him. And it is what it is, right? The fact of the matter is, I still love Malik to this day. I love Malik. I mean, there's, he's a great heart and soul in what you don't see. But at the same time, he was damaged goods for whatever reason. All right? That has none, That is a reflection of me, if you want, at the end of the day, though. Right? As I called it what it is. I'm not going to be different for me, a hypocrite, and it is for Dabo. These guys, just do the comparisons, though. I just want you to do some data. How many kids of mine go on and graduate, don't go to jail, or get kicked out of a four-year compared to all the other coaches that I rival? Please understand. I have the greatest success rate post-JB than any other coach in America. And the truth is in the pudding. Period. And last chance you did make Malik look worse than he was. <laughs> so I try to tell people all the time, Malik was the great locker room guy. All the players liked Malik. Allen and, and Malik were cool. So like he just was a hothead and competitive and, 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 and those type of things. So CA Drew, you're coming back and you just literally 20 minutes later now saying that it's not your case. See, you corrected yourself. You're telling me that it's not the case. Then you say, well, that's not my case. No, you're right. It's not your case. But I will bet you dollars to dimes that the thousands of kids I've coached, it is their case. And that's why you see the pandemic we're in now that men and boys are so disrespectful to women. That's my fucking whole point. So I, you literally, we just wasted our, each other's breath, homie. So anyway, um, Dabo should be ashamed of himself because Deshaun is out here looking like a fucking idiot and a creepy pedophile fucking predator. And just know, if 66 women have come forward, how many do you think have not come forward? What other things has he done? See, a lot of cats... How about... Um, what's his name? Aaron Gonzalez. Or what was his name? What was the tight end's name? What was the tight end's name? The fucking that killed himself. The freaking nature tight end. Fuck. Um, anyway... Um, did you guys know about him before? No, you didn't. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You didn't know before New England. And he he was a shitbird at Florida, Aaron Hernandez. So you don't know what these motherfuckers do. You didn't know R. Kelly was a fucking pedophile creep fuck. So that, that's my thing. But Dabo did. I would bet dollars to dimes. Because any good recruiter and any coach knows character, A. They know something about you, B. And you either allowed it, kissing ass, kissing ass, kissing ass, and now you're sucking dick. That's just what it is. That is what it is. So... You know, you grow hair on your nuts, on your vagina. You know what's right and wrong. 
Period. You know the difference between right and wrong. I knew the difference when I was a fucking third grader, second grade. I don't know, kindergarten. I think I knew the difference. I knew not to throw a crayon at another human, right? Because I'm going to get my ass tore up when I get home by my pops. So we don't have that threat no more. We don't have that issue. Did you see a bunch of young black folks demolishing a fucking bowling alley the other day? My boy on Facebook posted it. Um, He's a coach. And he's just like, I'm ashamed of my race. I'm like, damn, homie. This is a gangster, by the way. And he's like, and he's a coach now. So he's grown up through being a gangster to now being a professional. And he's trying to help young brothers out that he coaches and teaching them the right and the wrong. And he's like, JB, these motherfuckers out, these young kids, every single one of them caught on camera. Why don't their parents get fucking thrown in jail right away or something? This is similar to my curfew fucking theory. This is my similar curfew theory. We would know who's who and parents would have to pay. None of those kids on camera, they're throwing fucking glass through at people in the fucking thing. Like, it's unbelievable if you haven't seen it, right? And a bunch of black folks on this thread are just like, I'm ashamed of my folks. And, 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 and where's LeBron? Where's Dr. Dre? Where's fucking Snoop? Where's fucking all these fucking dudes? Where's Stephen A? Where's fucking, where's your bitch ass fucking ass at a fucking, uh, Fucking, what's his name? Fucking the pivot guy. Clark. Where's Ryan Clark at, homie? Nobody wants to talk about the shit. It's real shit. And until we meet real shit face to face, we're going to continue to kiss ass and suck dicks. And eventually we're going to be getting fucked in the ass by some other countries or by your own kids. Because your kids are running your household now. And that's the fucking problem. That's the fucking problem. So, until you realize that shit, you know, I'm just telling you, we're fucked. But anyway, uh, Drew Brees left NBC after one season. Um, for whatever that debacle was. Um, Mercedes changes the F1 logo to pride colors. If anyone has not known this, uh, if you didn't know that, I just broke news to you. Mercedes F1... Um, Changed their logo to pride colors. So <laughs> I'm just, this is crazy to me. This shit is crazy to me. Um, it's, it's wild. It's wild. We're in a wild life, wild world right now. Wild, wild west for sure, all over the country. Um, Yeah, Ryan Ryan Clark's a fucking idiot. He's absolute fucking joke. Um, has sportsmanship gone too far? I just have to ask: Has sportsmanship gone too far? Has sportsmanship become? Damn, we've been on here two hours. Has sportsmanship become so soft that? 
it has now created a world of pussy. Because I think it has. Uh, this is interesting, to be honest, man. Um, after the NBA's Game 1 NBA Finals last week, um, you know, Golden State and Celtic players are dapping each other up. Okay? Even though the game was over. and People are making excuses as to why they are. Coach, they play together. Coach, they... Um, they went to college together. They're boys. Man, fuck that shit. That's the problem. Then don't play competitive sport. And I don't believe if you're not... See, to me, if I was a commissioner, I see that. I would find you. I would find you. And I would find every single one that gives the NBA a bad marketing look. You make us look soft, uncompetitive. You're allowing us to lose competitive edge. You make, they're all millionaires, Oof. They can go to Bora Bora, Hawaii, fucking Greece, and on their private jet and chill for weeks and kick it all day. I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, they can dap each other up after game one. NBA, right? NFL started signing each other's jerseys and doing the jersey swap shit. And I, when I saw that years ago, I was like, holy fuck, what is this? You do that shit afterwards and you frame it. I don't want your sweaty ass fucking jersey. No way. I don't get it. I want a clean jersey signed and I'm going to frame it. And if I need to, if I want Tom Brady as a young player, I'm going to say, hey, Tom, can I get a, a fucking jersey from you later on in life? <laughs> a clean one? Like, or I'll just get a jersey online and have you sign it. You don't need to be your jersey. But let's just say it is. We're swapping jerseys on the field, signing them, kicking it, buddy, buddy. See, back in the day, Reggie White started this thing where he would get both teams on the field and pray. They would pray in a circle. They prayed for several reasons, okay? I was always fascinated. I wanted to know why. And number one was injuries on and off the field, injuries from this game going into the next game, and their travel, obviously flying a lot. Right? A lot of NFL, NBA guys do not like to fly. I'm just telling you. I don't like it. So, they pray on that. And Reggie White was a fucking sermon, I'm going to tell you. And he was a real one, by the way. He is going to... Um, he's going to pray on all that stuff. So, nowadays, we don't pray. We're not doing no pray. We're not praying no one. We're not doing anything. We're dapping each other up, swapping jerseys, and kicking it. And now competitive edge is gone. There ain't no competitive edge no more. So, baseball, same way. I have never seen more of this in my entire life. Have you noticed lately that the batters are walking up to the catchers and dapping them up now? When would you have ever saw that shit? Could you imagine Barry Bonds walking up and dapping up the fucking catcher? Like... Are you shitting me? 
That's the fucking problem. Slick will. No, I wouldn't. Um, I'll date your mama, though. <laughs> I might already fucked. Now get your bitch ass up out of here. See, everybody thinks they're slicking. You know, if you're not a member, dog, I'm just going to start blocking motherfuckers. Um, yeah, they're dapping up the umpire. They're dapping up the fucking players. Like, baseball, homie. But you still fight, though? You still fighting over getting hit by a pitch? Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. Why are you fighting because you trying to look hard on social media? Motherfucker, please. But I gotta give it up. <laughs> Jeremiah, you in here? I gotta give it up to my NHL brethren. The NHL skates the fuck off the ice, no shout out, no dap, and they get off the fucking ice after a win or a loss. I've yet to see them motherfuckers do any of that. Until game seven or until somebody wins the shit, they all shake hands in a line. And to me, right there with golf etiquette, hockey is one of the most um, seriously taken professions when it comes to their decorum. Their decorum is is state of the is, is top notch. I'm just gonna be honest. Um, they shake hands after the series. They always have. They align. They shake it up. And you see when they shake it up, it's like professional, like men. They shake it up and are just like, good game, man. Appreciate it. Like, they're not hugging for 20 minutes and like, man, my homie. No, they're not. They're fucking shaking hands, looking each other in the eye after they've been fighting each other, after they've been fighting. It's part of the game. That's the game. Shout out to my NHL brethren. I, you know, I, I saw that and I just was like, damn, that's, that's, that's good shit. That's good shit. And, uh, everything else has just fallen completely off. Um, yeah, they, they don't miss games either for fucking thumbs and fucking my soreness. I got a sore back. I mean, I don't know, man. It's unbelievable to me. But I believe sportsmanship now is beyond what sportsmanship's designed to do. Sportsmanship's not for fucking being cool. Like, I've never seen more opposing teammates pick each other up off a basketball court than I've seen in this Celtics-Warriors matchup. I wouldn't pick up Marcus fucking smart as far as I could throw the motherfucker. I wouldn't help you up, motherfucker. I, I've never seen nothing like this shit, man. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Anyway, man, that's the show for today. I appreciate everybody listening on the audio side. Everybody on YouTube, hit me, hit, hit a like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, I'm going to go to After Hours After Party here on YouTube for a few as I upload this show. Um, everybody, uh, on the audio side, I will see you Friday for fearless Friday. And, um, I appreciate you joining in. Make sure you head on over to betonline.ag. 
Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get you 50% off. And uh, I will see you guys Friday. And I appreciate you coming in, man. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. Rising, 